Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Carbon dioxide, a greenhouse gas that along with methane is warming the planet fast. With a long finger pointed at the transportation industry in general, and the automotive industry in particular, automakers have been scrambling to develop electric vehicles and invent all new supply chains from scratch. And as an industry that likes to cover its bet, so to speak, they are also taking a look at synthetic fuels, often called carbon neutral e-fuels, to protect their billions of dollars of legacy investments while delivering a cleaner solution to their customers. This is topic C. Let's be real for a minute. Fuel, gasoline, and diesel-powered engines are not going away in the next 10 years. They're not going away in the next 20 years. There are going to be applications because of their energy-dense power per liter in liquid that there are going to be applications where it still makes sense that no matter what, it's going to be some time, if ever, that an electric vehicle would be an appropriate choice in certain applications. As a result, with America still truck crazy and buying all the pickups, sport utility vehicles, and crossovers that Detroit can currently build, they're looking for some ways to protect that billions of dollars they've got invested, even as they wind the business down. GM just came out with a brand new short block V8 for their heavy-duty trucks and a gasoline V8, people. Now, yes, you've heard the reports over the last five years of how a variety of automakers have stopped putting development money into internal combustion engine programs. That is true. And no, I don't see where there's going to be a, you know, a restitution or a coming again or a renaissance of gasoline powered and diesel engines. That day is over. However, there is a third way. This third way is something called e-fuels. This is how this works, basically. They're basically taking carbon dioxide from the air. They're getting hydrogen through electrolysis. They're combining them together to create a fuel that can burn at a rate that puts less carbon in the air. Now, when they say carbon neutral, because it's a little bit of a misnomer, so let me explain that. It's not that they're not polluting the air. But the goal is to be neutral, that they're not putting any more back in the air than they took out of it. That's what they mean by carbon neutral. But in order for this to work, they need um, renewable sources of energy for the hydrogen part. And that's part of the rub, by the way, because the e-fuels, as developed with the technology they've got now, requires a lot of energy in to produce them. And <laughs> they're not um, cost competitive yet. A gallon of this uh, carbon neutral gasoline or diesel fuel is roughly double, little more than double of what you can buy at the pump right now to about $11 a gallon. That ain't going to work. And this is not something you'd think you're going to see at a gas station near you by even the end of the decade. This is going to take a little bit because there's a lot of moving parts in order for them to make this work, but they are looking at it. Another thing they're looking at, and we've talked about it here on the program before, is hydrogen, but not necessarily hydrogen in a fuel cell. They're looking at hydrogen being burned in, you know, an electric, you know, in a, an internal combustion vehicle as a fuel. The advantage of hydrogen and its advantage to the e-fuels is 
with maybe a little bit of change in calibration, if that, they can use all the infrastructure they've got, both in the plant and how these vehicles run, to run this stuff. That is the attraction, that Detroit can still get some mileage out of the plants and the billions of dollars in the <laughs> decades that they've spent perfecting the internal combustion engine, the transmissions, the powertrains that go with it by finding a fuel that is at least carbon neutral. Now, I said carbon neutral. That does not mean that it's going to be better for the environment than an EV, but it's going to be less deadly than the current internal combustion engine vehicles on the road right now. So where are we looking at? Primarily, you're looking at uh, me, the, the heavy end of the light duty market, maybe as low as a three quarter ton, but definitely one ton, uh, 450 series, 550 series, kind of into the medium duty truck market, class three, class four. And it really is going to depend on applications and more applications where your situation may be more remote or more mountainous where you may not have the availability of a charging station or something like that, or even a hydrogen refueling station, even for an, for a fuel cell vehicle, then this could make sense for those applications, which means they may be building internal combustion engines for another 15, 20 years, at least, particularly if they can solve the engineering challenges they've got right now with cost and the energy inputs required on the hydrogen side, particularly as it relates to, um, separating and hydrolysis american know-how if the De if detroit puts their mind to it and the oil companies put their mind to it uh i believe probably within 10 years maybe even a little earlier than that they may have a workable solution for a fragment of the market but this is not going to be a game changer for the average person on the street no we're going electric <laughs> whether you like it or not we're going electric now the other issue will hydrogen be a fuel. Again, that depends on infrastructure. It depends on cost. And that does require different tanks and an in a heavy investment by the automakers. So I think they're going to have to rationalize that. I don't see them putting that into a car only because it'll make cars and at least the small end of the SUVs too expensive to even make sense. And then they become uncompetitive with even the um, current EVs in the marketplace. Because right now, with what they're developing for EVs, that cost is going to come down. That fixed overhead is going to come down, and they're going to be competitive starting as early as next year. GM's coming out with some. Others, I've, I've eyed it. They've figured out how to build this and how to make it. And you're going to see a real explosion of affordable EVs as they finally get a handle on the fixed cost, as they finally scale up to where the unit cost will come down where we're at but if you can imagine the difference between a porsche 911 carrera and a ford f450 both running e-fuels could happen question is it's a price thing can they get the price down where it is attractive enough to do it or the way things are going right now at warp speed will somebody come up with a fourth solution as recent as two years ago, Toyota wasn't convinced that solid state lithium iron batteries would be a thing much before the mid to late decade. Now Toyota is saying we're game changing and we're putting those into production. We got it. I think that technology will only go faster. And some of these problems that we're looking at now 
may get resolved in faster time, particularly with AI, particularly with other technological breakthroughs, including some stuff that ain't even on the drawing board yet. This is not your father's auto industry. This stuff's moving at warp speed and is only going to get faster. The developments are only going to get many, and you're going to see some phenomenal things. You think you've seen something now. <laughs> Wait until the next five years. You're going to see some real advancements. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join us again next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. days everybody wants to be social and we're no exception hi i'm ken chester host of the tech mobility show we get to share additional content that you won't find on the show facebook instagram twitter and even tiktok yeah we're there you can find us at tech mobility pod on twitter and at the tech mobility show everywhere else check us out be sure to follow us